The following podcast may contain spoilers, strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. This I command. Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don't I, Brian Robert, you're reviewing movies for the show. Four guys and a movie. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Four Guys in a Movie, the podcast about movies hosted by a bunch of guys who need to stand eight feet apart to be six feet apart. I'm Rob, and joining me today are, in any order, Ryan, Drain Clog, <laughs> Tony. <laughs> oh, sorry. My unofficial name is Thunderbucket. So today okay. we have a. <laughs> We're missing Joe. Uh, we assume he's asleep, and he may join us halfway through this episode. It'll be it'll be fun. Uh, these are the kinds of enjoyable uh, experiences we get to have during this time of global crisis. And uh, this this episode, we watched the GI Joe movie. Uh, no, not that super cool one you're thinking of with Marlon Tatum, Channing Tatum, and Marlon Wayans. Is that? I never saw that one. Ray Park, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, uh, we're we're talking the sweet, sweet uh, 1980s version, uh, yeah. Huh. So before we get started, um, Will, yes, what's your history with this movie? Um, so I had never seen this movie up until about um, six months ago. Uh, another movie podcast I listened to did this. And so I watched it for that and um, then watched it again this morning. So fresh in my mind. Great. <laughs> Brian, how about you? Um, I remember when this movie came out. I remember, um, I, I can't remember if it, if it went to theaters or not. If it did, I probably saw it with my friend Ben at the I theater. I believe this was direct to video. Uh, it was. Um, like, I remember when it came out. I remember, like, just being amped up whenever it came on with, like, like my my bolus my my box of cereal and like my couple toys I had and and stuff and I remember watching it a bunch of times. Hell yeah, Tony, how about you? Uh, yeah, I used to love this movie. Um, I remember watching it a bunch of times when it was on TV, and uh, yeah, it, I thought it was a lot of fun. I I'm now realizing I think this was one of my first uh, coming into loving weird mutants and body horror. Um, <laughs> this is what did that. I think so. Pythona. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gorm- she's she's what made it, her body is made out of giblets, as I understand. <laughs> what about you, Rob? <laughs> um, I'm sure. Like I know I've seen this movie uh, at least once, but like I can't. I didn't remember anything about it at all, other than um, uh, uh, Serpentor getting his snake into uh, into Duke. <laughs> Joe, how about you? <laughs> anyway, I, I didn't remember. <laughs> like, there's a lot of phallic shit in this in this fucking movie. Oh, oh, yeah, oh my! I didn't remember it as a kid, but so it's just <laughs> just they're just dicks. Like, it's probably <laughs> it's probably for the best. I'd be concerned. Like, you might need therapy now if you if you recognize it all as a kid. You're like, <laughs> all these dick shapes. I don't know why you as a child sounds a lot like Mickey Mouse, but uh, it's. <laughs> The right. snake is getting hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's stroking it, and it's getting longer. 
<laughs> that man stabbed that other man with a hard snake. <laughs> so, uh, Tony, tell us a little bit about the history of this film. All right. So, came out in 1987. Uh, it's directed by John Yerwick, I think is how you say his name, uh, who did uh, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends and an X-rated animated film called Once Upon a Girl. Uh, I have seen that. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a YouTuber, uh, Saberspark, that actually did a video about that movie. It's really bad. It's not at all sexy. But you <laughs> and, saw the, uh, not the movie. I've seen both. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't remember how I saw the, the, the whole movie originally. It was probably some girl I used to hang out with who was, you know, like that kind of stuff uh it was bad though it was real bad that we all found porn right uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> sure all right so uh apparently when writing this movie cobra law was written in as a placeholder name but someone at hasbro liked it so they just left it in <laughs> wow so that's not the law does uh, cobra law have uh direct flights to carbamia you think um, the uh, originally the script, the whole Statue of Liberty, Statue of Liberty sequence that we got in the beginning was going to be the end back. <laughs> okay. It was. It was what? It was going to be the end. Uh, the end battle. Oh, okay, cool. But uh, I guess they decided to scrap it, but said, "Fuck it, we'll still we'll throw it in at the beginning." <laughs> Just open the movie with a music video <laughs> yeah. slash trailer trailer for the movie. Uh, apparently, the movie was going to be a lot harsher originally. Uh, they had to tone it down because they wanted to get away from uh, like they were worried about you know kids watching it because of the seizure warning stuff, and uh, they wanted to make it a bit more adult, I guess. So. Uh, a big one being Duke definitely just dies in this. Like that's yeah. not a yeah, he legit dies. They, they, they <laughs> add that <laughs> later. Oh yeah, they do. Don't they say he's like in a coma or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Part of the reason for that is because this movie was supposed to come out in theaters. Uh, it was going to be one of the first ones, but they had some kind of production issues. I couldn't find out exactly what, but uh, that made Transformers come out first, and then everyone was so upset about them killing Optimus, they were like. Well, fuck, we can't kill Duke now, too. <laughs> We're in a line about a coma. Was Duke as popular as Optimus Prime, though? Among G.I. Joe fans, yes. In general, I don't know. Probably not. Um, but I guess there was also going to be a bit more violence. And the scene where that uh, the girl, the punk rock girl that went undercover as uh, Falcon's date. She gets full-on raped by Falcon. No, but she does get topless. <laughs> Oh, come on. Come That's, on. Somebody claimed that, at least. One of the people working Yeah, what, 4chan claimed that? No, one of the people that was working on the film said that when that scene where she changes over by the lake, she was going to be topless. Wow. All right, well. like, like, topless the front or topless the back? You know what I mean? I, like, they don't specify, so like, I don't like know. Like, side but... boob, probably? No, like, like, all you see is just her back, and, like, you know, you don't see any boobs or nothing not like that. Yeah, like, but, I mean, you know, they do that thing where it's, like, their back, but their arm is slightly lifted. You see, like, a little bit, like, a half circle kind <laughs> of a deal. You're splitting hairs here. The, the point tasteful. is, we don't know, and we may never know. <laughs> There's a cut. There's it's a like butthole the, cut of G.I. Joe like somewhere. <laughs> uh, as far as 
the cost, I could not find anything. I didn't have the time to go deep diving, so we're just going to have to skip that one. It's okay. Uh, but I can tell you that... Damn it, that's the, the content reason... people tune in for. <laughs> they want to know how much it costs. Well, I can tell you that this part of the reason this didn't get a theatrical release as well is because of how poorly the Transformer movie and My Little Pony movies performed, so <laughs> I'm guessing not much. <clears throat> All right, well... Why don't we just dive right on in, zombie eyes, Brian? Head first. Head first. So what the hell is up with this opening scene? Uh, it is at the same time a music video, like the most 80s-ass 80s music video you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. It's a, like a trailer for its own movie. It's a commercial for G.I. Joe toys. Yes. It's a commercial for America. Yes. Um. And it's absolutely balls out ridiculous. I I see no problem with with, with this at all. Like <laughs> no, this is like pretty, my childhood. Like it was pretty cool. I'm not like saying it... Back, it, it brought me back to being a kid. Like I was like jumping up and down the couch and shit. I was like, yeah, yeah, suck it, Cobra, <laughs> Cobra. Oh, why is Cobra Commander such a bitch? <laughs> all the time they just they just treat him like garbage he said everything like i don't understand how he was we can get into more of that later but that's just how he yeah was. and then so then uh we so it's it starts out with this weird ass cobra song which i've <laughs> never heard before in my life it's like this 80s cobra song like a rock ballad, and then it goes straight into the G.I. Joe theme song, which had me pumped, admittedly, uh, briefly. Uh, not not nearly as much as the Transformers opening song. That's fair. Because um, that, that was just hard rock, uh, hair metal, lights and sounds, and, and, and boners all day. Well, that was another uh, thing. If this had gotten a theatrical release, they would have had a more rock and soundtrack but uh i'll talk about the soundtrack i'll talk about the soundtrack <laughs> don't you worry about that so if this was supposed to be the original ending was none of the like weird cobra lost stuff supposed to happen or well, i don't know yeah i re- i like part of me was like this is such a cobra plan to like take over the statue of liberty because you know it's such an important like strategic point to take over you know like does it make sh- no sense <laughs> and take it over just blow it up uh, that's fair i guess but i love so that the... dude just jumping on other ships and <laughs> around, like, weird game. little bleep blop ships and little bubble bubble planes well, and yeah those are cool like i remembered all of those things and i have to say gi joe has easily the best vehicles out of any toy line out of any like any f- franchise i could name yeah, gi joe yeah. like you see the vehicles and you're immediately like I want that. Correct. I want that to play with. Yeah. Do you have a problem with the trouble bubble, Will? Yeah. What's your What's your beef with trouble bubble, Will? Yeah. It looked It looked something like um, the penguin from the 1966 Batman would have. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because the 1966 penguin happens to be in this film, Will. I know. It's keep, all making sense now. Keep drinking yeah. your Alabama piss jar <laughs> and uh, stop texting or whatever you're doing. <laughs> you still got the camera on, William. Who's who's in this Ooh. movie? <laughs> We're just freaking Meredith is in this movie, and Don freaking Johnson are in Don this movie. Johnson. The Penguin and Miami Vice are in this damn movie. Yep. Who does Don Johnson play? Uh, Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
the one who was grabby to 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 his date. He is so right. and Jinx he, and everyone is, else. His ass is so can't. Um, he yeah, he got Jinx. he got me tooed after this. Yeah. Oh, he he sure did. Um. So yeah, it's it's a whole crazy opening battle scene, and then it cuts to uh, what is it? The, the Cobra headquarters. Yep. Yeah. Or some nonsense where uh, I love so this. Is, scene. Is, yeah is this yeah, the first pretty fun is this the first scene with serpentor like out of all was he introduced here or was he already part of the cartoon he was already part of the cartoon he was already part okay. who the f- tell me about serpentor who the fuck is serpentor all right all so right. like serpentor was uh dr mindbender's uh brainchild although in the movie they, 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 they retcon that but he took like <laughs> these like, wars in a little yeah he took all DNA from like all like the histories like like baddest people like Genghis Khan or yada yada all, all kind of shit <laughs> and mixed them together and grew a person and Serpentor is that person. Oh, oh hold wow. on, guys. Joe is calling. Okay. Hello, Joe. You're on speakerphone. That's dangerous. Yeah, we're we're all we're all on the podcast. We're only about 15 minutes in. All right. Bye. Right. Bye. <laughs> that was dangerous. You don't know what he was gonna say. I was hoping for that. Been like, fuck you, Rob. That's fine. <laughs> Listen, as you know, that's pretty much my uh, that's my bread and butter right there. Joe, so, so, yeah, Joe's my bread and butter. So do you keep telling us about Serpentor. No, I mean, like, like that's that's really it. Like he, he was he's he is all the best DNA to be like the strongest fighter and like the smartest person and all kind of bullshit. You know, like. Like, like shows do. He's basically Russell Crowe in Virtuosity. That's exactly what I was going to uh, say. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I never saw that. They but gave him a murderer's brain. And so he but... found in one of those old McDonald's uh, <laughs> So yeah, well, you do you do you remember uh, how Chicken McNuggets used to come in that golden container? Yeah. So he. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Whatever. I remember the so Chicken Nuggets toys. Listening. Yeah. And Rob. So the, <laughs> and I don't remember the cartoon. So I'm pretty sure I I had stopped watching the cartoon by this point. Um, but I still had some of the toys. Uh, and I had Serpentor, and he he had the glider. He had his uh Segway of Doom that he uses in this film. And it was <laughs> his rascal, <laughs> his little rascal scooter, the rascal and of it, terror. It's like legit. It's it's it was looked like it was made out of the same material as the container old chicken McNuggets used to come in. It was like this swirly gold like styrofoam, but it was it was plastic, but it looked exactly the same. And uh, and I miss it very much to this day. So before Serpentor showed up, was Cobra Commander in charge? Yes. Okay. And so, also to clarify, uh, Rob did not misspeak. He met, he didn't mean to say the old uh, McNugget container. He meant the old container, or the container that old McNuggets used to come in, because they were always, <laughs> were always gross. <laughs> well, see, that, was, that was back before they, they were uh, white meat. Um, yeah. And so there's always that one or two that had that chewy, gristly like, oh, yeah. kind of oh, shit. Oh, God. So gross. So gross when you just get, you just get one that's just a pocket of fat. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, what, that's what taught me how to, like, Take my, my last bite better. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Try to make sure the good one is last and eat, eat the shitty ones first. That's what taught that's what taught me to go my ass to Wendy's. Oh. I had a ten piece today. Oh so good. So good. I nice. ate that like I was like I was dying. Um 
So, yeah. And here's where, like, not just here, throughout the whole movie, but here's where, like, I, I kind of start to be like, this is just the Transformers movie. It's just that. They just change the characters out a little bit, and it's pretty much exactly the same. Starscream what? is Cobra Commander. Right. It's the same yeah. voice actor. Yeah. But also, it has the same basic idea, which is not, let's make a fun movie for kids. It's a, let's kill off old characters and get new ones in so they have to buy the new figure. Right. Yeah. And we'll we'll talk about that, too. But this scene, like, this scene starts out, like, it reminded me a lot of, like, Starscream's coronation scene. Where it's like Starscream's all like, I'm the big boss. And then like the new big boss shows up and just like kicks his ass to the curb kind of a deal. Yeah, I love the scene because it's basically everyone telling telling Cobra Commander he ain't shit. And it's like, it's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, it was was crazy. It's like every member of Cobra's just like, uh, yeah, you suck. You're just the worst. Get out of here. You ruin everything. It's the whole classic bit where he's like, yeah, and my team is going to support me, right, guys? And they're like, mm, no, you suck. <laughs> but all this is happening because somebody broke into Cobra Complex. It's this, what's her name? Pythona? Well, so someone does, after the scenes, someone breaks in. Oh, so wait, why Why are they, who is who's Cobra Commander in trouble with that he's like, Explaining Serpent- is it Serpentor himself? Because they fucked up yeah. the Statue okay. of Liberty mission or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the mission. Which was what? Fly at the Statue of Liberty, fly around the Statue of Liberty. It it, it doesn't matter. It's it's like it's like the gnomes of South Park. Step one, step two, step three, you know, whatever. It it doesn't matter. <laughs> Basically, Cobra Commander was he used to be the guy in charge, and like he always obviously he lost. He's always gonna lose because otherwise you wouldn't have a show. Uh, no, you'd have a better show, actually. Well, yeah. But uh, after a while, they brought in Serpentor, so Cobra Commander just got completely crappier and crappier and more whiny. <laughs> but he was a man. He used to be a man. Except when he was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> and he was never a man. <laughs> we'll get I don't that. get that joke. It's okay. Uh, the, the big reveal <laughs> in the live-action G.I. Joe movie is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is, in fact, Cobra Commander. Oh, really? Yeah. Rock. And that was the that was the exact reaction the audience had to. Uh, he was like Duke's best friend or something like that. Yeah, it's a real Doctor Doom. Speaking of, where the hell is Joe? He said he was hopping on. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, he's a grown ass adult. Anyway, yeah. so so after all that, like stars, stars, Green Commander gets a tongue lashing, and I don't even know what happened. the The alarm starts going off. Yeah, someone breaks in. Into 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 their base, um, and uh, it, it seems like it's an assassin trying to kill Serpentor. And uh, Cobra Commander is like, "All right, now's my chance." So he he intentionally like leaves the, the Serpentor like un unguarded or whatever, and so the assassin can, can get to him. But it turns out it's not a, an assassin at all. It's a uh, Pythona. <laughs> <laughs> Pythona. Yes, Pythona. And she's using all these weapons that are like. Uh, biologically based. Yeah. She is anti-queen supreme. Uh, yeah. She's just like this awful, goopy mess. <laughs> I used to work with someone that kind of looked like her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, she, like, her legs look like they're made out of giblets and stuff. It's it's gross. It's weird. 
Okay. Rosalind like giblets. All right. And it just, yeah, I don't. She's got a freaking chitlin monster running around. And she's got like a freaking whoopee cushion that like farts out knockout <laughs> gas. Or, like, I don't even know. The it's best just part insane. is when she finally gets to Serpentor and she's like, stare into my clam. <laughs> <laughs> that literally is what happens. <laughs> she pulls back her robe and is like, look at this. <laughs> but th- th- this is where we introduce the 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 BET the what does it stand for again? Who knows? Black they they Info. say it. What is it? Black Entertainment Television. No, <laughs> something energy transmitter. Yeah. So Bio- the what? Broadcast energy. Oh, broadcast. Oh, yeah. Which Such a bullshit thing. Translates down to just space laser. Yeah. And it's, it's 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 a uh, um it's the um it's the uh uh the the ship from Iron Man the the his 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 uh friggin the arc reactor arc reactor yeah it's basically that yeah <laughs> I'm here hi Joe hey, we just hi. we just started talking about the BET well I uh, sorry I I intended to be here earlier and one of those uh, bug planes flew by and was like. <laughs> And I got stuck in a in a pod, and um, it was it was kind of comfortable, so I took a nap. Okay, <laughs> took a nap in a jizz pod. All right, well, you yeah. Know. I mean, it's surprisingly comfortable. There's a tenth well, time for everything. Mm-hmm. Joe, who ever thought about getting shot down by a cell? <sighs> so, um. Uh, Walt, since you're here, do you wanna do you wanna uh, just chime in very very quickly on the uh, the opening scene of this film? And uh, oh yeah, god, I'm... I'm so fucking pumped! I had to take a nap. Um, <laughs> man, that attack on the Statue of Liberty! I remember that. Right, the nostalgia just kept coming back. I mean, kept back hard. Like I was so pumped on that Cobra GI Joe theme. Man, I was like, when the guy was like Cobra, I was like Cobra. <laughs> so i take it you have a history with this movie then oh yeah i watched just a lot when i was a kid okay all right so uh yeah they got the bet which none of us could remember the name of necessarily other than maybe tony but they mm-hmm. say about eight hundred thousand times during this movie yep mm-hmm. yeah they do um well you know free power anywhere in the world what's not to love Right. I guess. Just, you know, I have no idea how that fucking works, but you don't have I mean to it's know. great. You don't even you don't even need to plug into it. You just yeah. shoot power at a drone and it activates. Probably yeah. cost them a billion dollars to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at this point, Pythona has jumped in and kidnapped Cobra Commander to take mm-hmm. him back to Cobra Law. She didn't, she yeah. didn't kidnap him. She just like no. was like, yo. Here's a plan for you to do something. Oh yeah, you gotta come. We're like connected. Stare into my plan. BET thing, and he's and like, not, uh, not Cobra Commander, uh, Serpentor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, like I said, yeah. I well, watched a bunch of movies. He ran into uh, friggin' Duke and got thrown into the energy uh, dish. Yeah, no one touched that BET shooting <laughs> power across the world. Yeah, um, it, so in this raid on the BET thing. Uh, 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 like Serpentor gets 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 knocked unconscious, and Cobra Commander has the chance to go save him, and he's like, "Fuck it, let's Fuck leave." Fuck that! <laughs> and they're like, "Who who ordered yeah. the retreat?" Well, I don't get is why anybody follows his orders. Still, I'm saying, 
because they, they've clearly established that he's incompetent at this point. Well, that everybody, all of his um, subordinates have declared him incompetent. You think Serpentor would have stripped him of uh, command? Well, but, uh, he did, yeah. didn't he? Like, I thought that did happen. Uh, I think this is him him taking it back after Serpentor got, got knocked unconscious. Well, you know, yeah, this was, this was forceful, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, Starscream did do the same thing in the Transformers movie, which is like, the same thing. as Destro or Baroness not have any initiative to be like, nope, you know, we're in charge now. I guess no, that's not. it. Like, why anyone actually listens to him, I couldn't tell you. But well, like, that's something. My, my, my thing is, like, um, they are followers. Like, they, they their ambition is to work for someone. Uh, even at the highest level, they work for someone. Whereas Cobra Commander is like, I want to be in charge. And he don't want to work for nobody. So like, you know, the person that can be like that, like that, will get the followers because the followers don't want to be in charge. They don't want to take full responsibility. <laughs> they they rather yeah. they rather blame someone else instead of whatever. And so that's you know, why. I guess Cobra, there is not much accountability in that management structure. Yeah, like you could fuck up a lot <laughs> uh, until a goop monster shows up. Yeah, well then he. He does not tolerate failure. All right, so um, uh, so they just took him back to uh, to their base, right? Yeah. And um, what you gonna call it? And that that other force is like counterattacking, trying to pursue Cobra. Um, and so this movie has the entire GI Joe franchise to draw upon, and I found it a little <laughs> weird that they chose like the Havoc as the main vehicle to primer to like focus on in this film. Well, that was probably the newest one yeah, at the time. That was yeah. probably the popular one at the time. I mean, I owned it. I like. I I remember even as a kid thinking that seat on the top where you operate the cannons was just the worst freaking idea in the world. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had I had watched a lot of GI Joe up until mm-hmm. this point. I feel like, and I didn't know who anybody was. I was like, Snow Job, what? <laughs> Give them the stick. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. I I had watched a lot before and after this. Um, like the the names all started coming back. Like I was I was recognizing people. I'm like, yo, there's Leatherneck. <laughs> yeah, like I recognize Leatherneck and like Beachhead. I recognize, mm-hmm. but then there's like I had so both those guys. We had and Tony mentioned this earlier. We had the same exact problem. Um, yeah, Beachhead was one of my favorite GI Joe figures mm-hmm. for whatever reason, but. Uh, this uh, this movie has the same exact problem that the Transformers movie had, where they're trying to push their new characters. Um, yep, and we'll get into that very soon because they start showing up very soon. Um, push John Don Johnson real hard. Yeah, awesome. but I I had to make a, a critical decision: is this new crew worse, or is the new crew in Transformers worse? Oh, this one for sure. Yeah, this one's definitely so. worse. Um, this one's definitely worse. I mean, neither of them are very good, but I wasn't. There wasn't anybody here where I was like, oh, "Okay, this guy's cool." Well, I love as even as a kid, I was like, "I don't know if I like any of these people." Other than Tunnel Rat, Tunnel Rat was one of my my go to guys. Really? Mine. Yeah. Um. Also, the havoc—that's the green thing the Joes are in. Yeah. Yep. It. Can you tell me why when Snowjob gets in it, he lays down? You had to. Um, the figure sleepy. didn't fit otherwise. He, you. Okay, on the, on the toy. <laughs> With a name like Snowjob, you're going to be yeah. on your stomach and knees a lot. Exactly. <laughs> but it's just like you. 
they show it and he gets in there and there's like a ton of room but for some reason he climbs nope. down give him the old <laughs> texas nope, snow job on the toy you kind of operate it like you were on a massage table it had even a little spot where you put your face. I mean, it's where Snowjob likes to go. That's where Falcon so, shows up. Yeah. You want the mustache on or off? Yeah. Was that uh, a full body massage? Body massage. Um. So not only, uh, I, well, would you rather Tony have the one where you're lying down or would you rather be in the stupid chair on the top um, where you're just exposed to everyone? I'd rather be in a better vehicle. Yeah. Well, okay. Would would you prefer the Havoc or that stupid Cobra one with the two pods at the front that split and that one little tiny like pew pew gun on the back? I that that the function of that vehicle made no sense, but that yep. will be better. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know if like... either of them are at all passable. Yeah, I was annoyed that the Hiss tank only made a brief appearance in this movie, yeah. and it wasn't even piloted by Cobra. It, the Hiss tank is at least presumably it can the design can do its job. Like no one's in a weird position where they're like immediately exposed to enemy fire or lying down or anything like that. Uh, I will say I did have that Cobra base and uh, that was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, so um, yeah, so they're they're pursuing Cobra. You have fucking Havocs versus whatever that Cobra vehicle was, and um, then. <sighs> Cobra just drives inside this little, um, like, crevice, and a uh, plant grows, and just captures all the G.I. Joes. Like, yeah. here's, here's the part that bothers oh, me. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, it didn't yet. No, this was the when the guys came out of the ground and were just going, la, 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 Oh, la, my la. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Which gets old fast. Real fast. <laughs> yeah. It gets well, uncomfortable. Like, like you find out later that uh, Cobra Commander is from this place, and it's like the entire time he's known about this shit, and like he hasn't once tried to get better shit for 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 Cobra from them. You know so, what I mean? And like, also, why is it like five feet away from the, where they just happen to have this tea for some reason? Convenience. And more also, why does GI Joe feel the need to just have all these goop monsters all of a sudden? It was weird to just go in this kind of like organics crazy style with giant bugs and almost Yeager esque like it's like Avatar World all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. They were ahead of their time. I don't know. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I remember the toys were like, "Yeah, we're not doing this." I like. I don't even know if there was like a Pythona or a Nemesis Enforcer action figure. I oh yes, sworn. I'm, yeah, I'm, I could have sworn sure there was. Yeah. I don't know about Pythona, but there was a three pack with Nemesis Enforcer, uh, Goopion or whatever. Golobulus? <laughs> huh? Golobulus? Golobulus. And, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, Golobulus. Who was Who else was in the three pack? Those little bug soldiers. Okay. Um. So yeah. So you know, per GI Joe rules, the guns are really they're either. Like they're totally useless against people, but they're amazingly effective against pe- uh, vehicles. So the um these bug guys just run up with I, I don't know if I could really describe their sword club things. I guess it's like a crab claw kind of. Yeah. They just beat the Joes. Yeah. Beat them up. Yep. So you, you lose what? Roadblock. You lose Snowjob. Lady J. Snake guys. They do. They do. They yeah. do introduce Nemesis Enforcer, which is like the coolest name. Like yeah. I thought that character I mean, was awesome. He he was pretty, he made weird noises. Yeah, he, he had a good speak. angry face. Yeah. He, he was, was like nine feet tall. Yeah, yeah, he was, he like, was like wild of this movie. See, he it was like they turned loose like a like a He Man character on some GI Joe guys. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but then you, you're losing talk back, you're losing hash brown, you're losing beefsteak. Like what? Yeah, all the all the fan favorite characters. Well, yeah, like Snake Eyes taken down here. Um, it's like uh, in the Transformers movie when the fucking um, the Decepticons storm in on that Transformer ship in the beginning and just gun down a yeah, lot it's, of it's, major characters. It's, it's exactly like the Transformers movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean this movie doesn't doesn't have the the same hard hittingness. Where like things are dying left and right. No, but it's got like all the same story beats. Pretty much. It's got the exact same soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I I played a couple of the songs side by side. It has the exact same songs. Yeah. Oh, the, well, because this is all using the basic shit they used for the cartoons, which they used for both of them. No, well, no, but like the music was credited to two completely different people in these movies. So yeah, Vince DiCola as well, I'm sure. But let's fix when it Hasbro made two copies of the same script and said, "Adapt this to fit your, you know, franchise." And I mean, so, music yeah. just sounded like that back then. Like you yeah. just you just made music and it sounded like that. So uh, we're in we're in Avatar world now. Uh, yeah. Playing the Transformers soundtrack. Fucking uh, Nemesis Enforcer picks up a havoc just because he can do that. He's that strong. Yeah. Yep. Now is this uh, where is this where blah 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 this shows up or uh, uh no. let's see no not, not yet no nope. okay some so I believe it's was Pythona then that convinces the other members of yeah. Cobra to join them because okay. she has a big gem <laughs> yeah Dr- dreadnoks like gems yeah <laughs> I guess well like, they were also yeah. like the most most mercenary of of the Cobra yeah. people. Like yeah. Wait, wait, Rob. You didn't let me explain. Would you do it for these balls? <laughs> is it? Is this like a giant Jo crystal or what? Yeah, and it's smooth as eggs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. So, um, Cobra Commander. Right when he gets here, he's like, "Oh, cool, friends. How's it been? It's been a long time." And Nemesis Enforcer just bitch slaps him. <laughs> <laughs> Takes him to Globulus. Um. Also, yeah, by it, the way, Nemesis mm-hmm. Enforcer, also Optimus Prime, so fuck you. Yeah, it was voiced yeah. by Peter Cullen. Um, yep, saw so, that one. So at this point, we're meeting the new Joe recruits, right? Yeah, well, that's yeah. it's decided they need to promote some new recruits. Yeah, so uh, so G.I. Joe lets their new recruits, like, pick their own cosplay outfits, or, like... <laughs> I, I guess, like... <laughs> Come up with a theme. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> The entire uh, 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 cast of G.I. Joe picked their own cosplay outfits. No, so, I get yeah. that. Like, but it, these it, are it new recruits. Like, you think... Well, um, G.I. Joe is assembled from all of the other, like, nation's militaries. And, um, you know, they don't unify them by any kind of costume or anything. They're yeah. just... what it, You know, if you were, like, the guy who climbed rocks, you just wore your rock climbing gear. If you were like any number of the infinite characters with a bald head and a handlebar mustache, you just rocked it. <laughs> and you if know? you were Scarlet, you apparently used to work at a rodeo. I don't know. Yeah, you were yeah. a yellow leotard or unitard, mm-hmm. and you're fine. So yeah, I didn't understand right. why the three women in GI Joe aren't allowed to use guns. Lady J has to throw javelins. Scarlet has a crossbow, and. uh one of them has to be blindfolded. Jinx has to be blindfolded. Uh, I'll talk about Jinx in a second. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not so, a good call. Yeah, well, it's because, you know, they're they're more delicate. Uh, it's because of their vapors, Joe. I guess. 
Yeah, it's unladylike. So let's go yeah. down the list of the new uh, characters. Oh, uh, here. Yeah, and it's so we're introduced list. here. We're introduced here to Tunnel Rat, mm-hmm. who is uh, Joe's favorite. Uh, I found him to be awful. I wanted him to die immediately. Um, so it, it wasn't really because of this movie, I think. I think I just really liked the figure. Oh, that makes sense. Same. Like, it looks, he looks, yeah. he's got a cool design. Like, he's yeah. got, like, camo on his face. Tunnel rats were a real thing, like, in Vietnam. I don't sure. know, I think that, that helped, too. Well, this um, one's got a real uh, New York asshole kind yep. of a... Kind <laughs> I don't of know. A, what? He's also one of the few guys that's actually dressed like he should be working in the military. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So of, my... of, of the people here, I had, like, few problems with him. He's just yeah. like, oh, I like to be in confined spaces. Okay, I'll take well, the shortcut. When my uh, when my dad went to go register for the draft in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, the guy at the office was like, oh, you'll make a good little tunnel rat for us. <laughs> I see it runs in the family. That's not, not something you want to offer up in the beginning. Like, that job was not was kind of one you ended up with, not one you wanted. Yeah. I'm um, guessing at the time his dad had no idea what he was getting himself into. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, you got um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar over here. Big lots. Big lob. Oh, big lob. Big lob. I wrote down big lots. I couldn't tell what the yeah. hell they were. Saying. I honestly, as as a kid, I thought he was uh, Big Law, like L.A. I don't know. I just oh, grew okay. up thinking his name was Big Law. Um, he's he's annoying. Uh, yeah, sports. I he was Bo Jackson. No, he's but I mean, what his his like artwork is is styled by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar like yeah. his character design. He was voiced by I none of the above. Yeah. I I saw I his no voice idea. actor cuz I I thought it would be like a famous like athlete but then when reading the names I was like I don't know that many athletes I couldn't tell you. Was well that's that's why I was thinking Bo Jackson cuz he he acts you know Bono's baseball Bono's yeah. basketball Wasn't like, wasn't Bo Jackson like his own GI Joe character or am I thinking of some I know the fridge was a, a GI Joe yeah. character Yeah well, the fridge Yeah after 1985 the fridge was one of everything like he was a professional <laughs> wrestler he was an actor he was he marketed himself really well after that Super Bowl Yeah uh, Well then we then we have uh Law and Order Yep <laughs> Which, I mean just a, a military police guy with more flair. Yeah, he's so law is the human and order is the is a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and they're a team. He's like, I don't go anywhere without my dog. Yeah. It's well, evil. I mean, it, it, it was clear in the 80s. You just took a phrase like that and, you know, it was that you're either twins or you were a man and an animal or something like that. Yeah. Just worked backwards from the name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, if he did more in the movie, I might have more to say about him. But, uh... um, uh, let's not forget Chuckles. Yeah, Chuckles is next <laughs> on my list. Um, I'm sorry, yeah. Dave Coulier. <laughs> yeah, like Jack uh, jacked up D- Dave Coulier. So he's like, I don't really understand. He's got like a Hawaiian shirt on, but he's just like, he's got superhuman strength for some reason. Well, no, yeah, well. You this tell him to take the shirt part. off. This is my favorite I... part. His, his, his little bio is all about how he's a fast talker and he's always big with the jokes, but he doesn't say one word throughout this whole movie. No, he doesn't talk at all. <laughs> Not at all. Um, and all then of his course, were, uh... just, were just pure filth. They had to be cut. <laughs> is that what it was? Uh, yeah. It was too dirty. He's just dropping it. He yeah. He's like Bob Saget. Just... Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like a Bob Saget routine. 
<laughs> chuckles. You know, we call them chuckles. Yeah. Yeah, he kept going uh, on Carbomia and they just had to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And of course we have Jinx. Um Yep. So Jinx uh she's gets her ass get yeah, she's a ninja. She gets her ass handed to her by Beachhead because she can see. Yep. <laughs> so then she's like, wait, let me blindfold myself and then fight me again. Yeah, it makes no sense. At Zero this sense. point, I would have asked her politely to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also like her. You are the weakest link. Power. Or her what? Power is taking off her hood, apparently. Yeah. Because she does that like 30 times. Well, well you may, may or may not uh, know that she's a girl. She wants to confirm that. Yeah. There you go. So Jinx sucks. Um, and then, but there's also this through line. Her name is Jinx because they say she's bad luck. Mm-hmm. Which is not really portrayed. Actually, that's why of- she's not allowed to use a firearm, though. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she got the name because she's shot three out of four of her previous partners. Yeah, too much well, friendly fire. See, she was so capable, she actually killed people. So they were like, "Whoa!" Well, like, that's, that's it. <laughs> no one jumped off the vehicle before an errant laser blast destroyed it. Yeah, there there actually originally was twenty new recruits, but mm-hmm. a lot of them didn't make it because of Jinx. Well, I mean, their their fucking obstacle course is fucking deadly, so yeah. that could have been that. Well, that's oh, problem one. Deadly. Yeah, your your obstacle course is a minefield, and it has like automated turrets and electric fences and all that, and just a tunnel that just bypasses the whole damn thing. <laughs> um, then okay. Here's the one I don't get, right? So uh, Beachhead has Law and Order um, find a bomb in a village. Mm-hmm. And he's like, your dog can smell bombs? What the hell? That's not allowed. I'm like, <laughs> That's what, so you want weird. him to do it? Like, yeah. <laughs> Sniff out this bomb, dude. It wasn't a new concept at that point to have a bomb-sniffing dog. And it makes perfect sense for why you have the dog there. Uh-oh. I so also, then, what's that? Sorry, it just, it, I also like that he's got a problem with this now. It's like you, ha- you know, you have another member on your team that has an like a, a eagle or some shit. What was? Yeah, that? yeah, the <laughs> um, Indian guy has um, not Storm Shadow. I forget his name, but yeah, he's got an eagle. Yeah, like shipwreck has not, a parrot. Yeah, it's not new to you guys. Go with night, it. night wolf or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then like Beachhead throws the bomb away, and the bomb sniffing dog goes and gets it and brings it back, and. The whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, why is it live ammo on your training course? <laughs> Good Where there's no point, like, because you're not simulating anything. Like, there's just a real bomb <laughs> there now. So best case scenario, like, you find it, disarm it. Worst case scenario, you kill a recruit and blow up a building on your base. Well, that's I don't the know. thing, How does he... You either pass and become a Joe or you can't live. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So I want to know how Beecha decides who does what. Because... He seems surprised by the dog, but you think he would have said, oh, he's got a dog. I guess I'll do the bomb finding thing. What if he had chosen Jinx to do the bomb finding? And she was like, I have to do it blind. So, yeah. <laughs> I am a it's all right. she, dog. She'd find it immediately, you know, because she's so much more effective when she's blind. Right. But she's also uh, Jinx, so she would have yeah. dropped it in front of Beachhead. No, no, no. When she puts the blindfold on, all her bad luck's canceled out. Now she'll just, like, trip over it or something. That sounds... That just sounds like denial to me. 
Yeah. Well, if I put a blindfold on, I'm not bad luck after all. Exactly. I'm just an idiot with a blindfold. <laughs> well, it's um, your I, fault you got hit by that car because yeah. I was yeah. blind. <laughs> I think the thing there is if she's blindfolded, she can't see the carnage she's causing. So yeah. That was the defense Matthew Broderick used, right? Yeah. It, I mean, I like, it, it'll work. Steering before, wheel. Yeah, it'll work before a um, GI Joe tribunal when you get court-martialed. Like <laughs> Wild Bill's on there; he'll believe you. Um, uh, you mean like, like he's my half brother? Will work? Yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> then we get freaking Chuckles here, who <laughs> throws a missile at a his tank. God, missile detonates. Um, and I uh, like that's Sorry, a pass, just, I guess. He, yeah, he just goes full on Lenny and just grabs one off the side of the yeah. vehicle and runs at the tank like a madman. So dumb. So, by GI Joe logic, though, that is the correct course of action because none of the vehicles have armor of any form where that, like, just infantry rifles can take them out in pretty much one shot. So, you got to get out of that thing right quick because it's not doing anything to help you. Then um, their vehicles are incapable of shooting infantry on the ground. So now, you know, he's neutralized its firepower. Um, and then, yeah, like, you can't punch the tank unless you're Nemesis Enforcer. But, I mean, just throwing a missile at it, that suffices. That's fine. He could also just shot it with his pistol. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Falcon, then. Mm -hmm. Falcon um, can't even be bothered to show up at this point. Lieutenant Falcon, mm -hmm. Don Johnson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's got more important things to do. He um, he's got to take Heather to a maximum security area. What the hell? Like, what the actual hell? Mm -hmm. And so, then he yeah, has he's discharged firearms around her. Oh yeah, he discharges a lot of things around her. Yeah. So Heather, I'm immediately like, what the hell's going on here? Because it sounds like it's a man doing a woman's voice. <laughs> Okay. And I looked, and it's the same. He's so hot. Yeah, it's the same voice actor that plays the um the dreadnought chick, uh, Serana. But I was like, I don't. I'm like, this. She just sounds like a man. Like just going, like, like one of us just going, like, oh my god, Falcon, you're so manly. <laughs> um, well, much much like 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 uh, Godzilla for our last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, why the fuck is he bringing a date into a secure area? Yeah. I'm pretty sure if he, if he wasn't stopped, he would have brought her right to Soprentor. He probably would have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah, that was the plan. Yeah. You never said it was off the record. But that's the yeah. thing. Like, could have known something was up right away because she's like, "Oh, you have Soprentor here? I can't <laughs> wait to see it." Like, why do you? Who? Do, how do you even know who he is? Like, what? Yeah. I don't understand this. Well, I mean, Cobra is good with their branding. Like, you know the Cobra personalities if you watch the news. Yeah, Did we even say? There, is there somewhere out there going like, oh, you have Saddam in captivity? I want to see him. That's so hot. Oh, <laughs> gets me so hot. Did, did we actually say that Serpentor got captured by G.I. Joe? Yes, we did. Yes, yeah, we okay, did. All right. Yes, we did. All right. Um, so, yeah, Duke's like, get her the hell out of here. I gotta yell at you, Falcon. Falcon's like, I'm pulling rank and storms yeah, off. What? And I'm like, <laughs> I know Falcon actually has a lieutenant in front of his name, but like Duke's <laughs> like, I don't know the GI Joe command hierarchy, but Duke's pretty high up there. Like, I'm what pretty is... sure it's it's General Hawk, then it's Duke. 
and that's yeah, it. What is Duke's yeah. actual title? Do we even know, or is it just Duke? It's just Duke. Because he doesn't even have a title. That's even more like scary. You gotta think he's like special. I mean, he is special ops, right? He's GI Joe. Yeah. yeah. He- He's the Duke of America. Yeah, I'm like, how does he outrank? How? What? What? He's this is his first day. How does he outrank him on his first day? That is a Duke catastrophe. Wow. All right. So now we see Veronica, or um, I'm sorry, Heather drives off and um, you know pulls up to a pond and you know starts undressing. And then uh, side, or we would have before one of the dreadnoughts shows up and gets his her uh, wig thrown at him. And uh, oh, it's Serana from the Dreadnoughts. Yeah, and she oh, had a camera in her earrings. Yeah, and also, so. they're not all related, right? What? <laughs> the Dreadnoughts? I, mean, I don't know. The only thing I remember is that um, Zartan, you, like, turned colors in sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so are the Dreadnoughts, like, a subset of, co- like, of Cobra? Yeah, they're mercenaries Cobra hired. They okay. were, like, their own, like, uh, a group of action figures that came out at the same time, and that was their theme. A- and they're, a- like, a... Biker, biker guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Uh, Zartan calls her sister, but, like, that other dude, like, was trying to hit on her for a minute. <laughs> I was just like, uh... <laughs> Basically, uh... Yeah, Hasbro siblings, it's like, okay. Yeah, they're Lannisters, it's fine. Hasbro yeah. was like, we need to put tiger stripes and cool 80s punk yeah. colors on toys. They saw Gem and the holograms, so we're like, yeah, that. Make a yeah, let's get a piece of that. that. Yeah, just for girls now. Yeah. It's it's all inclusive. Um, yeah. yeah, and they had that weird-ass, like, dune buggy car thing that had a jet engine in the back. <laughs> and just two Gatling guns mounted on the front. Because um, why not? Yeah, it's all you need. Um, and so now they're like, all right, we have all the information we need. Um, let's go back and rescue Serpentor. And um, I do kind of like the way this scene is framed, where it reveals the security features by having Captain Falcon talk about them. Yeah. When he's in dereliction of his duty. <laughs> <laughs> off slapping Jinx in her ass instead of... You know, watching yeah. the cameras. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's going hard at Jinx, man. This is just made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. In addition, ignore the dereliction of duty. The fact that he is the man watching the cameras for Serpentor, and he just walks off. Um, he his conduct towards Jinx is just entirely unacceptable. Especially oh, yeah. if he outranks Duke. Yeah, he's like a superior officer doing this. Yeah, this is a. Um, uh, so already, yeah. and it's not even like a, you know, I don't, I don't think you're, there's a good G.I. Joe somewhere in there or anything. Like, you're you're just treating her like crap, and like, I don't like this character right out the gate. And I know that's oh. kind of what they're going for, but I'm like, I don't want to see this character get redeemed. We're yeah, they're going too far with him. Uh-huh. Like, I hope he gets a snake to the chest, this guy. Mm-hmm. A hard snake. Hard snake. Thick, hard snake. Right wow. to the chest. Right to the chest. So, so, uh, yeah. Now, um, he's like, all right, check it out. They'd have to have a key card to get into the base. And it shows the Dreadnoughts stole a key card. And he's like, then there's like some kind of plasteel wall or something where it's just a really hard plastic bubble that Nemesis Enforcer can't punch through. Yeah. But Py- Pythona's got her scratchy fingers. Ooh. Scratches right through that. Then, um, yeah, after that, then they got to blow through a few feet of concrete or something, which, you know, Bomb does that. I don't know how defeating any of these security features has not raised an alarm already. Because, like, I understand maybe for the key card and for that plastic door, 
they probably think that's still down, but they blow a fucking hole in a wall. Alarms <laughs> just go off. Well, that's another thing I don't understand. Like, I think we're we're led to believe that that didn't go off because they had cut the alarm before going in. Oh but, yeah, because he was trying to re reattach it or yes, something. But, but that alarm that he was trying to reattach that they presumably cut beforehand was in the room with them. Yeah. How maybe, did they do that? Maybe the explosive blast piece of shrapnel hit it. Or maybe Falcon just cut it because he didn't want to be bothered. He's got to go, you know, <laughs> try to get with Jinx. Yeah, I can't let them see my shenanigans. <laughs> so Can't get court-martialed if it's not on camera. Yeah. Long story short, um, Nemesis Enforcer just beats Tatar out of, um, what, it's Bazooka and Gung-Ho and uh, Alpine, I think. Sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just remember Alpine from that dubbed over G.I. Joe PSA. He's the one that just runs up to a kid in an amusement park and everything he says is just me, 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 me. And then he's like, just kidding, kid. And then he farts and it just says G.I. Joe. Anyway, um, so um, Nemesis Enforcer um, has all the superhero powers. He just, his wings are laser proof and he just sticks those in Serpentor's laser cage. Let's yep. Pentor get out. Yep. And um they all just retire to their um giant pill bug thing. Yeah, um, and uh, uh what's her name? Pythona has tr- trilobite explosives. Yep. Yeah. Um and, sorry, and go they ahead. all they all escape to a giant vagina inside a mountain. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um just a big old wall vagina opens up for them when they uh approach. Um, so Falcon's getting court-martialed because, uh, General Hawk's like, yeah, it's, um, gross dereliction of duty, which it is, um, which would be punishable definitely with a dishonorable discharge, possibly with a firing squad, uh, depending on the the time period. One of them says, Uh, like, one is like, like, yo, (laughs) is is he getting shot? (laughs) Yeah. And Um, the whole audience goes, I hope so. So. Duke steps in, though, and he's like, yo, I think he'll be a good G.I. Joe, and he's my half-brother. And Hawk's like, oh, oh, okay, I didn't know. (laughs) He's my widow brother. He got the heart of a champion. (laughs) And then freaking Falcon outside the the courtroom is like, yo, I don't need you standing up for me. It's like, they're gonna kill you. Like, (laughs) Just get shot, then. Yeah, he's like, nah, just let me, um, you know, be the worst freaking soldier possible. Um, And then they decide, no, they're not going to discharge him. They're instead going to send him to the slaughterhouse. Yeah. And this, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, yeah, here he comes. Yes. (laughs) Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Sergeant Slaughter. Um, (laughs) All right. So now... Now we meet Globulus, voiced yeah. by Burgess Meredith. Oh my god. Like, can you even just imagine Burgess Meredith in the like the recording booth? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell am I supposed to say? What is this word? Globable? <laughs> he still has the eye patch on in my mind when he's doing yes. all this. Well, it's it's the eye patch over the monocle. Uh-huh. His his penguin monocle. <laughs> and we get the chanting again. Yep. The Hello! So- <laughs> I do like that Cobra Law unrolls their finest crab carpet for a <laughs> yeah. door to walk on. I thought that was pretty cool. 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, Colobulus, um, he's like, all right, before we do anything else, uh, let's deal with Cobra Commander. Let's put him on trial. Let's fire up the web of remembrance. You guys just call it a TV. Um, <laughs> and it's ex- Go ahead. It's, it's Dianetics. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's exposition time. You got freaking Cobra Commander used to be a blue guy that lived in Cobra Law, and he um, accidentally disfigured himself with some spores. And so Galobulus was like, yes, yeah, you are the perfect person to go forth and um, destroy humanity. And he failed, even though apparently Cobra Law had all this cool stuff they could give him to help, and they didn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. wait a second. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. Because they're upset with him for, you know, because they send him out there because he was supposed to be this great champion or whatever, and he failed. But from what they tell us, his credentials are he was a scientist who got this thing that burst in his face and burnt half his face off or whatever. It gave him extra eyes. Yeah. We, well, that's the other thing. We find out this is the, the gene or whatever, the spores that mutate and devolve you. Mm-hmm. So no wonder he failed. He's an idiot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's an idiot and he sucks. And uh, his whole, he <laughs> he comes from Scientology. I, I, honestly, I think Colobulus was just like, I don't want to look at this guy anymore. Just, I don't know, send him to go destroy the world. Yeah, he's going to puke. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, first we put the mask on him, but then, well, did you hear the voice? He had to go. He just had to go. It's <laughs> like, why does he scream everything he says? That's just how I talk. <laughs> well, no, see, when he burnt his face, it messed up his hearing, so he doesn't really speak now. Oh, jeez. He's got an inner ear problem. Yeah. <laughs> New plan will blow up the ocean. <laughs> um so turns out you can grow your own icbm in a in a pod like a ear of corn and you know when it's done it'll just launch into space laden with spores yes. um and then they're gonna use the bet mm-hmm. to warm it up yep in so it can so it can fertilize itself in space yeah and then sprinkle all over the world. Yep. And somehow re-enter the atmosphere <laughs> as little spore particulate. Right. And then devolve everybody. Sure. Devolving everyone into, like, pale monster men. Yeah. Um, Which, I also don't get this, because from, from what we've seen with the BET, it just, it's a laser that fires off into the sky and gives power to everything, right? Sure. So, why do they need controlling it? to work to warm these things up when it well because gi joe needs to you got to hit buttons on the console to tell it to do that it doesn't just do it automatically it doesn't no how i mean it just it only activates the things you tell it to apparently i don't know why i don't know how it does fair enough Uh. (laughs) um so we get a like they're gonna punish Cobra Commander now yep. by exposing him to the the whatever. And we get a getting some spores. Yeah, not the spores. So we get like a full-on wicker man. Yep. Not the bees. <laughs> with these freaking spores. And uh it's just yeah. Uh, he immediately he starts, tears his shirt open. Yeah. Yeah. He's ripped. Yeah. He's he's a reptilian. Oh, just like we suspected like, all along. And Globulus is like, hey, 
Just um, fucking throw him in a ditch. And then Serpentor's like, nah, I'm going to fuck this up. Put him with the other prisoners. <laughs> Does anybody want to describe Globulus for the listeners? <laughs> he kind of looks like Patrick Stewart after he got assimilated. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, but, but with biological material. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also like in a floating ball thing, like some kind of Megan, Mega Man villain. Yep. And he's mm. he's got like a monocle um eye patch thing um yeah he does not look cool i remember <laughs> as a kid just being like this is our main villain i'm disappointed yeah yeah but it's okay because we're cutting to the slaughterhouse mm-hmm. they just kicked falcon out of a helicopter as you should yeah <laughs> but they gave him a parachute which they shouldn't mm-hmm. huh. and you meet um sergeant slaughter and his goons and sergeant slaughter Threatens to ship him out in a ditty bag. Is itchy, that what it is? Bitchy ditty bag. What? What yeah, is wrote, that, Joe? I wrote. I, titty I have bag. no. I have no idea what a ditty bag is. <laughs> I said, is okay. he saying itty bitty ditty bag? No, it is. <laughs> it is a ditty bag. D i d y. Uh, I guess it is a uh, military form. Usually, it's D i t y for do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's gotcha. that. Uh, I, I don't okay. know what a do it yourself bag usually is, but <laughs> unfortunately, so I on didn't. on Google, this is what a a ditty bag looks like. No, nobody uh, on the radio can hear you. I mean, on the podcast, can, yeah, can, can see you. Can you describe that to us? I mean, it just looks like a it's like a little a little gunny sack. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. Little, a gunny sack. A right. tidy one, because they're gonna he's gonna be densed down and crushed. So um, here's an interesting uh interesting side note. Um despite having never been in the military, Sergeant Slaughter, yep. uh apparently he and my father were acquaintances. Hmm. Oh, oh really? Whoa. What? Yeah, like my dad has like pictures with him and what's the what's the uh context for these pictures? I don't know. They're just like Sergeant standing. Slaughter would have been around <laughs> Connecticut, like for most yeah. of the eighties. That, that's where um, WWF was based out of. So he uh, may have done is. like he may have done stuff with the veterans, even though he was not a veteran. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. Big in the military, whether he served in it or not, I don't know. But yeah, no, he didn't. I think. It, didn't. Yeah, I think at a least... lot of military people at the time, at least, like the representation of the drill sergeant. Yeah. That makes sense. Even and he was yeah, all he... about America and all that, mm-hmm. but uh, I know that he he said he had met him on like several occasions and like they were friendly to you know to one another. So That's cool. I, I I wonder how he felt about when he betrayed America and um, joined Iraq during the Gulf War. <clears throat> you know, it's funny. Um, apparently, that... Sergeant Slaughter did not like that at all. He was no, not happy about no, that. No, he did not. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Uh, in a wrestling angle um, at the, around the time of the Iraq War. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter became an Iraqi sympathizer, and um, he won the championship from the Ultimate Warrior, and ultimately had to be beaten by Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania Seven. And he oh be- he went from being like this tough guy, drill sergeant, to like a dastardly cheater. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and he'd come to the ring with the Iraqi flag and everything. Yeah, he he was not happy about that. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I do like when they introduce Sergeant Slaughter's goon Mercer who is a former Cobra Viper. He yeah. spits on a random scorpion, and the scorpion's <laughs> just like, ah! <laughs> well, the best parts were Falcon's like, oh, he's got a he's got a Cobra on his chest. I'm going to 
kick his ass, but he I guess he doesn't notice the big like slash through the Cobra <laughs> yeah. sign. Yeah. He doesn't understand what that means. Don Johnson only sees what he wants to see. Yeah. There was the, the no fondling stuff. sign in the uh in the Joe base too. He didn't know. Yeah, no, he he was not capable room. of seeing that. Um, He's also a bit distracted by the pirate that just cut through his gun. Yeah. <laughs> just uh hit by a random Corsair. Um all right. So now um they go and they put Cobra, uh, Cobra Commander in with the other G.I. Joes. And the G.I. Joes are like, all right, here's the plan. When they open the door, just fucking rush them. And apparently no one thought that that's a thing that could happen in Cobra Law. So... I, I like how they, they left them with their weapons. Yep. like That's was... just part of their um, their graphics. They, they can't be taken off. It's like the figure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those, they all carried like sidearms and grenades that you can never use. Um... Yeah. So, Snake uh, eyes, get your knives. I can't. They're just part of the mold. I can't actually remove them. Yeah. <laughs> get so, yeah, they just just storm out in hand to hand combat, punch a bunch of these Cobra Law guys that were handling them no problem before. And they're running for it. And Globulus is like, all right, everyone, calm your tits. Just <laughs> let them run by the plant. Plant like goes and wraps them up in pods. And they're like, good, done. Um, Cobra Commander. Meanwhile, it's like, yo, he, he grabs Roadblock and he's like, don't don't go over there. Look at your friends. They're dead. Let's go this way. And I was a man. Yeah, I was a man. And that's what Nemesis Enforcer's like. Oh, by the way, Roadblock, here's some spores. And now Roadblock's blind. And um, he still like somehow like punches out Nemesis Enforcer. And then like they fall down a into a river nemesis forcers like yeah good enough i guess they're yeah. done probably would have been <laughs> yeah. cooler if that was like jinx so she could actually have a point to her yeah. skill but you know whatever <laughs> um so um that's it so roadblock and um cobra commander slip out and cobra commander's like look i'll get you out of here um you got to come back with your guys and stop this um and you know roadblock is spitting rhymes this whole time yeah um none of which were good um uh-huh. and then they they leave uh cobra law um and then meanwhile we go back to sart uh, to um lieutenant falcon who just managed to run his way back to um, sergeant slaughter's base the slaughterhouse and um he was never given directions he just got there somehow yeah. Um, maybe he followed the tracks from whatever that little vehicle Sergeant Slaughter was driving. <laughs> it looks like it looks like the little go karts from Space Mutiny. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's basically there, just like shoot me, please. I I don't have any armor around me. Uh, <laughs> I've got I've got a giant human being popping out of the top of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so a minor fat chat foul. Falcon just gets there, and they're like, oh, breakfast is over. Time to do some personal training. Oh no, they make him clean up after breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let's let's uh, describe breakfast. It was like <laughs> the brontosaurus ribs from Flintstones. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a whole table full of them shits. It was pinkish meat. It was McRibs for all. Yeah, I think they they had just killed an animal and were just eating it raw. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> they, they, they started with the anus. Like all good predators yeah. do. There's <laughs> just a so zebra now, on the table. Come and get Duke some of this, up. soldier. After a training montage, Duke calls up um, Sergeant Slaughter. He's like, yo, how's he doing? Sergeant Slaughter's like, I, I guess he'll be all right. Duke's like, okay, cool. 
I got an mission. I need you to just to go infiltrate Cooper's main base. Just because <laughs> yeah. you can do that. Um, and uh, Sergeant Slaughter's like, yeah, no problem. So he goes out there, tells the, the guys, and Falcon's like, oh, yeah? Want to make it interesting? Why don't we not bring our weapons? And Sergeant Slaughter's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Fucking idiot. Yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> Quick question. Mm-hmm. Why why G.I. Joe? If, if Sergeant Slaughter could just go in there yep. and infiltrate the base... Without any weapons, why is there even a battle? Like, why couldn't yeah, they just I go and just do that earlier? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, it it does seem very weird that they just suddenly bust this move out now. Um, they when you know they could have crippled Cobra's operation a long time ago before yeah. this whole Cobra Law thing. But nah, they were just like, it's fun to fight Cobra. No one actually really gets hurt, so fuck it. We'll just let him show up every once in a while, so we can get our taxpayer dollars and you know have a cushy job so i mean real talk uh hot rod or falcon hot rod or falcon yeah hot rod neither yeah you can't choose neither that's not fair Um, who's who's hot rod transformers no they're both they're they're both just not not good like all right i'm gonna say falcon Uh because like falcon doesn't lead to Duke's death. Hot Rod leads to to Optimus Prime's death. Mm. Yeah, Optimus Duke, Prime's death Duke is, is Hot Rod's fault. Yeah, I will give you that. I will give you that. Yep. Okay. Although about... Hot Rod has more of a redemption by the end of it, Falcon does. <laughs> I have a uh, RC or Jinx. RC. RC. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, we'll say Big Lots or Springer. Big Lots. Wait, was oh. Springer the tow truck? No, Springer was the the one that turned into the helicopter and the the car. He was like the green triple changer. I don't, yeah, I don't remember enough of Springer. Okay, well, he turns into a helicopter and a car. Yeah. So you know, I love me Springer. Um, Ultra Magnus or any of the other ones of those guys. Yeah, still Ultra Magnus. Well, did Ultra Magnus just show up and die? Like he didn't really do much, right? Mm, no, he showed up. At, he didn't. He was alive by the end of the movie. Okay, he got to write the Jumptrons, but... put him back together. Yeah, yeah. Um, ranch or blue cheese? Ranch depends ranch. on what we're eating. I'm True. not eating moldy well, cheese. If, for yeah, if reason. I if one of them had to go, it, I mean, um, blue cheese would go. I use ranch on more things. That's fair. I just use blue cheese for wings. That's about it. Yeah, that's that's it. But here's my right. thing. Hot Rod might have been hitting on a little kid, which is weird. <laughs> it's not clear. Mm-hmm. All right, I need to see this but, movie. But Falcon definitely would harass This is true. Him. Falcon was a creep. Yeah. 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 Um, and again, yeah, he no, doesn't I, do anything to be better by that. Yeah, I think um, Hot Rod was just an arrogant turd. Falcon is like doing things that would get you straight up like killed and and got other people killed well they were all hospitalized but um like he was doing in in an actual military organization he was doing really really high crimes of just abandoning his post and all that yeah all right so um now we learn that the bet is being held in a civilian lab and you know baroness can just put a helmet on and walk in there that's yeah. fine. Is no one checking IDs? No. No. <laughs> no uh, I mean, why would you? Ch- it's only like a super secret government agency. Why would you yeah. have any security at all, really? It's the 80s. No. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, no, because if you showed someone an ID, when you moved the ID, your fist would be immediately flying into their face, and they'd just be knocked out. So it, it didn't really matter anyway. Um, so now uh, Sergeant Slaughter and co. arrive on Cobra Island and um, just sneak in the, the um, what is it, the Terradrome? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, at least they have an ex-Cobra Viper who knows his way in. That makes somewhat sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, so why didn't you do this earlier and with more people? But yeah. Also, like, since Pythona just got in there last time, why aren't they like, all right, let's up the security more now? Right. Or maybe they're just like, fuck it. Anyone could get in here. Whatever. Yeah, the damage <laughs> is already done. You know, yeah. they're like the last person that broke in turned out to be kind of cool. So let's just, let <laughs> let's just hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh where are we now so now um they learn by spying in some air vents that cobra is gonna attack the bet tonight so um they gotta go uh <laughs> cobra's they, they gonna attack the bt the apollo theater <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so then uh should we call it um falcon's got to go off and send a message which he immediately fails at um and then the rest of them break into the armory and set a bomb and i do like the shot of um that one computer viper who's uh if it says across his faceplate intruder and then he immediately gets punched in the face yeah <laughs> uh, then uh yeah they're having a gun battle between Slaughter and his guys and some Vipers who are hidden behind a poker table. And none of them bother to shoot Slaughter as he walks over to this gigantic cargo container crate and tips it over on them. Yeah. Sure. Um, and they all they get out and they're like, Falcon didn't make it out because Falcon got captured by um, some Vipers and a giant death robot. And um, Serpentor's got him in his throne room slapping the shit out of him. So Slaughter and his guys come back and, uh, yeah, then, um, when they, when Slaughter and his guys break into Serpentor's throne room, now Sergeant Slaughter has to, to fight, uh, Nemesis Enforcer, who unfortunately, uh, sucker pusses Slaughter with a face octopus oh, yeah. and then just beats the shit out of him. But I'm like, That's Nemesis so, so weird. Like he shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. Nemesis Enforcer is strong enough to rip through an armored fighting vehicle he should just be able to beat up sergeant slaughter you would think yeah no slaughter is powered by america so yeah yeah nemesis enforcer has to heal on him um but needless to say like serpentor the moment they start shooting at him he cowers and like makes this like oh nemesis enforcer save me kind of (laughs) cry he sucks just as bad as cobra commander Indeed. Yeah, anytime someone cooler comes around, the other person just gets shittier. That's how it works. Yep. Um, so they uh they all get away. Falcon gets the face octopus off Sergeant Slaughter, and they get out of the terror drone right as it explodes. Um and I like though on the way out, one of Slaughter's mercenaries is just shooting behind his back with a pistol, and he's just killing like trouble bubbles and whatever that yep. stupid splitting vehicle is with a pistol. So mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you? Why do you even have vehicles at this point? Like, why <laughs> just have fast. cars? Just have cars. Like, I don't know why you need all this other stuff. Um, my favorite part and, is just afterwards when they get back, and Sergeant Slaughter seems fine until they're having dinner, and then this thing pops out of his chest. Mm. <laughs> no, but Sergeant Slaughter beats <laughs> it up with a hole yeah. in his chest. 
Yeah. And they send it send it back home in an itty bitty titty bag. Yeah. <laughs> so then um friggin' bomb goes off and they're like, Yay, everyone from Cobra's dead. But turns out while they blew up the Terrodrome, they did not blow up the Technodrome, and that rises up out of the rubble. Turns uh, out no one cared. Turns out, yeah, no one cared. <laughs> All right. Uh. So now we get the attack on the BT. Um, and the, the second recruits, attack on the beat. Yeah, yeah, at the civilian lab, and um, the new recruits are like, "Let's get in this battle. Let's steal this helicopter." And their plan involves having Chuckles on the roof spin the rotor. Oh my god! Which, yeah, and then they don't let him get off. He just hangs out up there. He's yeah, just fucking fuck riding between the tail and the rotor, like. They fucking crash into a building with him riding on the fucking yeah. helicopter. And he's he's fine. He saves the rest of them. All kinds of dead. Yeah. All right. So G.I. Joe's doing pretty well against Cobra here um, until the Jizz fighters show up. And oh, they're yeah. literally so these gross. little mosquito looking fighters that are just going. <laughs> and they're they're literally shoot. It's it's making that sound and they are shooting white goop. They are shooting the ropes. They are, <laughs> they are just shooting ropes. Mm-hmm. Ropes of goop. That immediately incapacitate, like, tracked fighting vehicles. Um, oh, yeah. And, like, bind up helicopter rotors and all these things that you would think would just grind or chop them up. Nope. Um, so the chopper gets uh, jizzed on and crashes through, like, all the floors in a building. And everyone's fine. You know, they all just walk out of it like it's, like it's an A-team. Uh, fresh so awful mm-hmm. that's really the the bad part of this scene is like could they have found any other sound effect yeah and then <laughs> some uh serpentor's like all right this is going pretty well send out the marauders and these big ass worms just show up and start screaming everywhere and just fucking <laughs> rampaging all over the place yeah, they're like freaking kaiju in this. Yep, they're crushing tanks. They're they're just uh, dominating here. Until Duke figures out that um, you just got to shoot him in the belly. Um, but it's too late. They get to the BET dome. Nemesis Enforcer fries that shit open. And um, they're getting away with the BET until Sergeant Slaughter and his crew show up to counterattack. Um, however... Serpentor is like, I ain't having that. I'm going to throw my fucking snake spear at you. So he strokes the snake and it becomes hard and then he just throws it like a javelin. (laughs) Like you do. Like you do. That's just, that's how he gets down. Even though he he seems to only have one snake that he's wearing as like a collar, he can just pull as many snakes as he needs to out of back there. Um, See, like they grow out of his neck. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like your neck pillow. Um, so Duke's like, no, and jumps in front of Falcon and takes a snake to the chest. And you're like, God damn it. And then um, <laughs> Mothra shows up and steals the BT and flies off. Um, yep. Duke's in a coma. And that's it. Like the bad guys have won. They take the they take the frickin um, BT back to Cobra La, turn that shit on. You got. Just, you know, a time worm's journey till uh, yeah, all humanity's uh, destroyed. Can what we talk the, about the, the time apple, apple time worm? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you tell time in your advanced society. So it's yeah. legitimately a stick with yeah. notches in it. And a little, it doesn't even look like a worm. It looks like a little snake. 
this little worm is like just circling this little stick. And yeah. when the, the worm gets to the top of the stick, that's how they know that the space cake is seeds, done. Yeah, space cake is done. <laughs> oh. What if the worm <laughs> just died on the way up? Like just had a heart attack or, or fell off or fell off. Fell off. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, just fell. Well, yeah, you uh, just put guys. the stick down and the worm fell off. Well, we got to talk it, about it. <laughs> Wait, no, yeah. isn't this how you also learned how to tell time from Golden Books? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, lowly worm. So, uh, <laughs> the the scene with Duke. I'll be right back. Yeah. It it plays out legitimately like he's dying. Like right. he's, it's this long drawn out scene. Everyone's crying. Everyone's crying. You get to see the tears of a man. Uh, when Hawk turns around, Hawk, yeah, bawling. <laughs> no, it, it's like they made made a point where, like, whenever someone says he's in a coma, it's not showing their face. Um, and when when they say he gets better, it's, no one is saying it. Like, it's not showing a person saying it. It's like in the in the, yeah. the narration uh, because he died here. Like, he fucking died. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely yeah. originally wrote it that he died. Like, they couldn't yeah. show his face because he had big old X's for eyes. And his oh, last wow. words to his half brother was, "Stop being a piece of shit." <laughs> and just so you guys know not only did they originally write it that he died i believe they actually got to the point where they animated a different ending scene that was at his funeral oh wow wow but they of course they took all that out and threw in the adr lines of he's in a coma yeah because it's like this off-screen like he's just <laughs> lying there in uh oh, i don't know it was it scarlet or i don't even know who was there but it's just, just like no duke He's in a coma. <laughs> it just sounds like from like far away. It's like, it's okay. He's in a coma. Don't worry about it. Oh, no. Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, no, Duke. You were always my favorite brother. What am I going to do for the two and a half hours you're in a coma? Who's going to let me not get fired? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh so yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole the whole scenario turns into a monster mash now. Um we get like this uh, one back. where were we at? Uh we're 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 talking about we we briefly touched on the uh the uh the death scene again or the coma scene, I'm sorry. Yo, um Joe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. That was great. Uh, well, he evacuated his bowels, but he's just in a coma. Um, <laughs> My browser history. Yeah, and then uh, and then we do, we went back to the monster mash that was currently happening. Um, it's basically Contra meets Hollow Knight is the best way I could okay, describe yeah. it. All right. Um, yeah, you get this te- like the dialogue is just terrible in this in this movie, yep. but in the scene, it's like this one dude's like. Hello, hello, hello. With a, a terrible, uh, yeah. Then he's like, oh. adios, adios, adios. Adios, yeah. Adios, adios, adios. And I'm like, oh my God, please just just okay. kill me. Can we, can we just uh, talk for a second about when their G.I. Joe is going to counterattack, you know, and it's doomed to getting them captured. But um, the new recruits want to come along and Beachhead's like, he goes to General Hawk and he's like, yo, did you see the training I gave them? Like, these guys are not ready for anything. Leave them at home. <laughs> it just totally like, you know, cock blocks their chance to go on the mission. Yeah. And so like, why, why, why are they here? 
I don't know. Why are they in this movie then? Yeah. Um, Did you, you you talked about the counterattack and they get captured and all that? No, we haven't even. Oh. That's where we're at right now. Yeah, oh, that's okay. where we're going. So yeah, at this point, Roadblock has met up with Flint and Lifeline and um, a very snake-like Cobra commander. And um, he gets in He's contact with... What's that? He's a Muppet. Yep. Get in contact with um, uh, General Hawk. And they're like, yo, um, don't just drive straight into Cobra Law like an idiot. Or I'm sorry, you drive while everyone else just runs into it. And um, General Hawk's like, do that? Okay, cool. And yeah, they all just get captured by a giant plant. Yeah. Cobra wins. Roll the credits. But, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, now it's it's up to the new recruits who just take a helicopter to the Himalayas in like no time at all. And like Flint and Lifeline and um, Roadblock. And that's basically it. Um, but Tunnel Rat actually does something useful. Cobra Commander at this point just totally devolves into a snake but and is no longer now. capable of leading them into Cobra La. So, um, Tunnel Rat's like, yo, I hear rushing water. I could get us in there, no problem. And sure enough, he does get them in inside Cobra Law, right as the Dreadnoughts are about to seal the tunnel off. Um, which is appears to be their fresh water supply, so I don't know what their plan is to weather the Sporepocalypse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because the there was some, there was some, yeah, they were sometimes, they had to, like, cut off the, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do you have a question? Yeah. I can't remember, but does Cobra Commander come back after this? I don't remember either, actually. Probably. He does, but... How do they explain him being a snake? That's the thing. I don't remember (laughs) if it's the same guy or just someone else saying they're Cobra Command or what. Uh, Well, to be fair... hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, Uh, I was going to say, it's this movie is direct-to-video, so they basically could just ignore anything that happens in it. Mm -hmm. Just say it's not canon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um... Cobra Commander maybe just could have gotten better. It's like they turned me into a newt. Or got better. Okay. All right. Um. So the um. Yeah. This is when we get that awful line where um. Tunnel Rat pops his head out of the water and the the Dreadnoughts like hello 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 and Law just comes up behind him is like adios 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 and punches him <sighs> and fucking Chuckles pops out of the water and punches one Dreadnought into two others, knocking all three of them out of their little helicopter boats. Um, which, I wish helicopter boat was a real thing, because these things look really fun to just drive around. <laughs> They're like um, bumper cars. But yes. Like helicopters. <laughs> uh, I'd probably want a windscreen, though. I don't know. Uh, just reaching my arm up into a helicopter blade doesn't sound fun. Um... <laughs> And Joe, Joe was never big on windscreen. Yeah, no, they didn't like him. Um, my favorite worst G.I. Joe vehicle is there's one, I forget what it's called, but it's a little tiny tank that you're just sitting in a chair on, and right next to you is like a 15-foot-long giant missile, and there's just nothing to protect <laughs> you from the backblast that launching this missile would cause. Um, so I can only assume you have to drive the tank, hit a button, and then just run for your life. <laughs> before the thing launches <laughs> and that's the tank's only weapon so i don't know maybe I'm it was just uh the missile doesn't launch you launch out and it's just vehicle going <laughs> <laughs> it's just an ejection yeah. all right so um now uh big lobs comes through because uh he gets some jizz shot at his helicopter no, no, I'm sorry. He just gets straight up laser blasted. His helicopter's going to crash, so he makes sure that it crashes into the tree, and he jumps out, and he's fine, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that, that blows up the tree that's holding all the G.I. Joes. And they all slam on the ground in these pods. And I'm like, how are they not dead? But um, yeah, they get up and uh, just open fire on Cobra and a big battle ensues. Now it's going ham. So the G.I. Joe's been getting owned up to this point is like suddenly kicking all these Cobra lot things asses. So Globulus is like, check it out. I'm going to activate all the organisms of Cobra law. I'm going to activate bug bridge, pill bug <laughs> thing, weird ass. Other bug bridge. Spider. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sergeant Slaughter, he does not have time for this shit. He just fucking smacks bug bridge with his rifle. And it's like, all right, cool. I'll, I'm a bridge. It's fine. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want any of that. Um, and then like, Tunnel Rack. What's that? Like, what? what's the purpose of these creatures being just, like, like there? Because they're, they're not, like, aside from the ones that are bridges, the rest are just, like, parts of walls. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's the weirdest thing. I don't know thing. what they do. They're, uh, they're, they're Thetan distributors. Okay. They, uh, they're one with the collective, uh... I think they are engineered such that they eat something that you don't want accumulating, and they poop out something that you want. I okay. think I think one of them usually goes on tour with Guar. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you can go purchase a virgin eater from this place. Um, so now, um, what should we call it? The uh, um, yeah, they beat up a bug bridge. Tunnel rat gets freaking eaten by this giant worm and just blows a hole in the side of it. And he comes out of it laughing like a like a maniac and just runs off. And you're like, okay. <laughs> it really is the most bizarre scene. He's like, yeah. salacious crumb laughs. He's like, <laughs> it just disappears off screen. And you're like, I mean, all right. I don't know what I'd do if I just busted out of a giant worm like that. But you know, maybe it would be a salacious crumb laugh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so um, now uh, Hawk... And Jinx and Falcon and Sergeant Slaughter advance on the palace. They're all fighting these giant spiders. And Hawk's like, um, I'll stay here. You guys go up ahead. And so they get in the palace. And now we get this, uh, you know, series of one-on-one battles. It's a it's a six-man tag. You got Sergeant Slaughter versus Nemesis Enforcer. You got Jinx versus Pythona. And you have Falcon versus Serpentor. Uh-huh. And um, yeah. Globulus at this point couldn't care less. Not um, one fuck. Not one fuck. He's like, we won. Who cares? Um, he's like, I'll just part the sea like or the ground like Moses and fucking create a crevasse here. Um, and so the fight is actually pretty serviceable. Like I like these battles. Friggin' um, what call it like up until. When um, Pythona's kind of taking care of Jinx, so Jinx is like, all right, well, now I'm putting on my blindfold. <laughs> yeah. He just immediately Let's do kicks this her ass. Real. Yeah. Uh. Like, I- I'd rather Sylvester Stallone just turned his hat backwards to power up. <laughs> well, like, that's what, that's what sh- she, sh- she should have done, just turn her mask around. Yeah. <laughs> or um, like or have the lights go out so they're both in the dark you know mm-hmm. something that makes sense that would make way more sense but then well you have to do it so him. or it if like, if pipe good it had to be like 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 a pythona would would turn the lights out somehow to think she has upper hand because she's able to see in the dark and then uh what's face would be like this is better for me and then beats her ass like yeah or li- like throw one of those uh face octopuses on her and then like jinx is like i'm okay with that blinding yeah. me tentacles i'm okay with all these things yeah i deal with falcon yeah 
Why does she wear a mask that covers everything but her eyes if all she really is something that covers her eyes? Yeah, you think she would just knit like a trap door on that that she can just pull down and button closed? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, now, Sergeant Slaughter just beats the fuck out of Nemesis Enforcer. He just gets him on the ground and starts dropping <laughs> elbows on him oh, and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, he does. This it's... is for Duke. This is for me. And this is for the United States of America. Fucking chuck his ass in the, the chasm. One um, <laughs> what, thing I didn't, I didn't get is like, he flies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not, oh, wow, it's not yeah. like he doesn't have a ribcage anymore from Sergeant Slaughter beating the shit out of him. <laughs> much, it was like an all purpose disposal hole, basically. They were just like, all right, we don't need that any of these characters anymore. Just put them in the. Push him into this hole. Now, frickin' Falcon over here, he's getting wrecked by Serpentor and his stupid, like, flying jet ski thing. Uh-oh. Joe? We lost Joe. Joe? We lost Joe. Dun, dun, dun. Hello? Yeah. Oh, he's yep. back now. Um, so, yeah, Serpentor violates the no capes rule. That's and it. pays That's... dearly for oh, yeah. it. That's exactly what my note says, too. It says no capes rule. Yeah. That's great. Fucking gets his cape shoved in that little, like, thruster thing on the back of his uh, his jet ski thing. Flying yeah. jet ski thing. I will definitely say, either don't wear a cape or don't have an open fan standing right behind you. Yeah. Some kind of exhaust Take port. your freaking <laughs> cloak off before you get on that. And that's it. Serpentor just gets pulled in there and goes flying off to God knows where. Um, he's out of the fight. So now Falcon, however, lands on the... He's the only one on the, the um, right side of the chasm to stop the BET. Right. Globulus, though, is like, yo, I'm a giant snake, man. I'm just going to kick your ass. Um, <laughs> and he does, really, like... Let me get out of my giant beanbag chair flying device. (laughs) (laughs) This floating Yogi Bo. Um, (laughs) And then fucking the time worm, the the advanced timepiece here (laughs) suddenly, you know, turns into a liability when Falcon fucking jams it in Globulus's (laughs) eye. How Globulus survives that. I heard Rolex is coming out with a uh, time worm piece. Yeah. The new advanced model. Right. I'm going to wait for the Time Worm Part 5. Wow. Yeah, that's fair. But Globulus seems to recover pretty quick from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not in time, though, to keep... Um, what's his name? Keep Falcon from turning off the BT. But Globulus is like, yo, I already won. My shit's evolved. Uh, humanity's dead. I'm out. I'm getting back in my Yogi Bo. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm out of this film. <laughs> um, so Falcon's like, all right. I asked the solution. I'm just going to crank this shit all the way up and it's just going to destroy space. (laughs) (laughs) And we're good. I'm pretty sure this is uh, how we're planning on dealing with this virus, too. Mm -hmm. Yes. See, to BET, you could just have it shock every single coronavirus particle. There you go. Yeah. I'm just going to aim a big old microwave at the sky and hope Mm -hmm. for the best. Um, so Falcon gets across the chasm in probably the dumbest way I could think of, which is, um, Sergeant Slaughter takes off his belt, grabs Jinx, spins her around, and then Falcon jumps across the gap, grabs her ankles, and Sergeant Slaughter just fucking throws the two of them. I'm like, that's not how inertia works. Like, you just immediately (laughs) fall in the chasm by more than doubling the weight 
that Sergeant Slaughter's throwing around. Um, but anyway, uh, so that works. They're all across the chasm. They just run out of Cobra Law. Um, and this movie, like, it resolves everything quick. Like, Cobra oh. Law just blows up. Um, they're like, like, General Hawk calls up. is like, Duke's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, we saved the world. Um, Falcon and uh, Jinx just immediately make uh, make out. Yeah, it's they gross. see the spores. They're like, it's yeah. I'm pretty sure they animated um, Falcon's tongue going in there. Um, <laughs> that was just the time worm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Duke's a okay. The spores are burning up in the atmosphere, and they're just like, it's over. Yo, Joe. It. Yeah, yep. that is it. Nice. All right, so we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Mm-hmm. Boop. <laughs> so uh that was gi joe the movie uh what is uh what does rotten spores have to say about this film <laughs> on rottenspores.com critics gave this a score of 43 percent audience gave this a score of 66 percent uh that's their thoughts and opinions what about you and yours will yeah so uh i have like no nostalgia really related to the property of gi joe or anything like that but i still had a pretty good time watching this movie i mean it was kind of a perfect uh kind of quarantine kind of movie to watch uh just right around 90 minutes just kind of turn your brain off fun like crazy characters crazy action um yeah i had a good time and definitely recommend it for someone that's into kind of 80s 90s uh cartoon stuff all right brian um this movie got me amped to watch I got amped while I was watching it. When I was done, I wish I had my toys so I could be like playing with my toys and stuff like that. Like um, all my my my, my GI Joe feels kind of came back. Like this was like this was like my shit. Um, so it doesn't make any sense. Like it makes don't think too hard while watching it because you're gonna hurt yourself. Like, <laughs> but like I thought I was gonna have a seizure at one point from all the flashing lights and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like, grab yourself a box of cereal, something full of sugar. Uh, get like you know some soda or something like that and like fucking sit down and watch the shit and get all hyped because that's what I want to do again. So I, I, I say watch it. All right. Uh, yeah, I say the same, like some of it might be nostalgia, but I, I think it's just, you know, it is dumb, maybe less dumb than the transformer movie, but mm. <laughs> like, certainly in there either way. Um, I, but uh, it's, it's a photo finish. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but either, either way, it, Tony's giving his opinion. Yeah, yep. either way, it's a lot of fun to watch. I, I enjoy all the action. It does move pretty quick, even though I really hate like most of the characters we have to spend time with. Uh, I still enjoyed it. So yeah, I I definitely recommend this. Joe. Um. So I'm super biased. Uh. While huh. Lego was was my primary jam when I was a kid, like GI Joe was like one A, like. I, they, it was hard to pick a favorite between the two, and man, this movie brought back the nostalgia hard. So there's no way I can't not like it. Um, it is not a good film by any means, and if you have no, no nostalgic uh, attraction to G.I. Joe, you're probably not going to like it. But it is, it is quick and dumb, and it rapidly throws a lot of things at you that make you ask a lot of questions, but you don't mind that there's no answer to. Um, you get like... All kinds of weird bugs and weird vehicles and weird combat. And the whole thing's just weird, but it's great. It's high energy. It's fun. Um, It made me want to go buy some G.I. Joe stuff. 
um, and uh, run around the house going, Cobra, Cobra! <laughs> um, yeah, good good times. I, I recommend. All right, Rob. So this might be a little surprising for Joe, but uh, <clears throat> I actually think I enjoy this movie more because I didn't have any attachment. Hmm. Uh, whereas Transformers, the movie, I was like, this is just awful, unwatchable nonsense almost. Um, this I was like, yeah, this is nonsense, but I have no idea. Like, I literally, from start to finish, I watched this movie with the same expression on my face that a cat has when it sees, like, light reflected on a wall. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes were just dilated super big, and I just, my head darting back and forth, like, trying to like trying desperately to comprehend what what the information was being fed to my brain um, occasionally pawing at the tv screen yeah there yeah there were times uh and i it was entertaining like it was it's real dumb uh and it's it's real weird uh but overall like it's not it's not a long movie um and there's a lot of just crazy stuff so if you can handle just crazy nonsense uh, you'll enjoy it um it is a very 80s time capsule um so yeah i mean uh, overall yeah I, I'd, I'd recommend it um and they do have the new gi joy joe toys coming out so you got that going for you i guess <laughs> all right so recommendations all around so recommending gi joe the movie uh what else we got for the people more stuff yeah, we kind of don't don't have a uh, 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 it's more of a flyby whatever right now. We're putting out <laughs> putting out some content. So next we'll have uh, one of another movie that, that we think you might like like listen to listen to us talk about during this quarantine time. Yeah. Um, just stay tuned, and hopefully we'll all set alarms so we don't fall asleep. <laughs> oh, an alarm was set. It oh, was ignored. You jerk you. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's gonna be our episode for today. We want to thank you guys so much for listening again. Um, now's the time to uh, tell your friends about our podcast. Get the get the word out there, and uh, if you have time, and most of you should, leave a positive review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, those reviews actually help to promote awareness of our of our little uh, little show here. And uh, it really, really will help move move us along. So uh, I'd appreciate if you would just take the time to do that. You can uh, contact us by email at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. You can find all of our old episodes and all kinds of different content at 4ampodcast.podbean.com. And of course, if you want to support what we do and, uh, you know, give us a little, little scratch here and there because, you know, Everybody could use a little extra now and then. Uh, join our po- our uh, Patreon. Everything we do starts with a P. It's hard to it's hard to keep track. Patreon.com slash 4AM Podcast. We have exclusive episodes there um, and just some fun, weird content as well. And uh, yeah, that would just help us out. Anything else, gents? That's it. Nope. Be All safe. Right, guys. So we will, uh, yeah, like Tony said, be safe out there. We will see you again real soon. Deuces. Bye, guys. Adios, adios, adios. Good night, everybody.